Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Good morning. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Bumps it long down the line by Cox and McInerney. Cox brought it to ground. Hoskin Elliott's kick is smothered. Coleman head over the ball. And so ends one of history's great grand finals. Collingwood take the final step on the stairway to Premiership Heaven. Flies, pies, win the close one. Expertly called by Jared Waitley, the 2023 AFL Grand Final, which was won by Collingwood on Saturday afternoon. Four points, Tim. Flies, four, pies. I like that. Four points in a Grand Final. It's just heartbreaking if you're a Brisbane line, isn't it? Like From the mutual, though, how good was it? Oh, you love it going down to the wire as a mutual. Outstanding. Outstanding. And again, they talk about it. It's been spoken about a little bit in the last few days, but the, the moments. How many little moments in a game that goes for... Two and a half hours, mm-hmm. would you be sitting back through if you're Brisbane and just oh. picking, if only I did this, if only I did that? Well, I think Fags referred back to the two goals after the siren, quarter yeah. time and half time, and they're massive momentum um, energizers too, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, yeah, they went into both those breaks yep. with a bit of energy, with a bit of momentum, and in a, in a big game like that, and a couple, and the two of them for me were, were probably two of the easiest goals that were scored all day. That and the one when Brisbane hit the front late after Charlie Cameron kicked the goal mm-hmm. and then centre bounce, bang it forward, gets the centre half forward, bit of congestion, handball outside to go, he kicks the goal. Like it looked it just felt like that the whole day. Though I know it was tight all day except for that period in the second quarter when Brisbane got to sort of thirteen points up, I think. Apart from that, watching it I just felt like Collingwood just always had their measure, even mm. though it was extremely close. In the in the crucial moments, they just looked a little bit cleaner. Uh, their their ball movement looked a bit better. And then even behind the ball, I thought at times they just looked a little bit more organised. Um, and in the end, it made the difference and they've done it for, for the last two years. Any close game, yeah, they've just got it, no, they no. just win, don't they? Yeah, exactly right. No, they're a very, very good team. There's no doubt about that. How about Bobby Hill? What a story. He was just electric, wasn't he? He was. It's a great word. How quick was he? When he was close, that, when he got um, Stasevich holding the ball in the last quarter. He's, he's he thought he had another two or three seconds of space and mm-hmm. then looked up and he was on him. And even just when he had the ball and he was dodging and weaving, creating space for himself, he was phenomenal. He well, was the difference. How do you feel about him saying, make me a bomber? After watching him. Well, we North couldn't get him, could we? What happened there? The Giants didn't let him go. Right. So he ended up having to stay the extra year. And then he got to the pies. And then he got to the pies the following year. Yeah. Um, and we got uh, Tip and Woody, so yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was he was unbelievable. And that second quarter, what about the goal kicking in that second quarter? It was just unbelievable. It really was. They just weren't missing. If if that's a if if no one's watched a game of AFL footy before, you show them that game, don't you? Yep. It had everything that you'd want a, a person that's never seen the game before to see. 
and the, and the big play like what about I look at Pendlebury um to Gowie and still side bottom and just think that that's how you win grand finals that's how you win close games every time they they had to stand up and Jeremy Howe was a bit the same mm-hmm. in that last quarter they did three broken ribs for Jeremy Howe yeah. before that was, was at, it that was at the 18 there was 18 20 minutes to go yeah. in the game when that happened mm. And then even still side bottom, like how many times have you seen him do it? When you when you need a star and a quality player to stand up, he gets that fifty meter penalty on the wing, gets a set shot when the man on the marks at fifty, and he puts it straight through the middle, like huge pressure, yep. high skill, everything on the line to do that in you know the twenty five minute mark of the fourth quarter of a grand final when it's nearly thirty degrees is extraordinary. And the other one I thought, I mean it got it's been talked of a little bit, but I remember watching it live when. They, the Brisbane did hit the front. And they got that center clearance quickly, Collingwood. And Dacos took that ball out of the air and flicked out that handball with his left hand to Dugowie, who kicked the goal. Just the skill and awareness of what's around you. And then, obviously, Dugowie's finish was, mm. was first class. But mm. there was probably only one guy on the ground at the time that was getting that ball to Dugowie. Yep. And that was Dacos. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about stars. Now, Amy is supporting Tasmanian Doers. Visit com, And a couple of Tasmanian Doers, of course, were Jeremy Howe and Brody Mindcheck. Now, premiership players, Tim, after the heartbreak of 2018, they've got their premiership medallions around their neck. And yeah. Both terrific stories. Just brilliant stories. Role. Both gone different ways. And and Jeremy Howe, I didn't realise until the other day, he's played 280-odd AFL games now. Like he, a premiership player now, he's going to go down as one of the, he's in the top echelon of Tasmanian AFL footballers. Yep. Of all time. He's going to play 300 plus games and win at least one premiership. I don't think the Pies are going anywhere soon. And then Brody Majacek's story for resilience and just never giving up and and getting the best out of yourself. That's right. That's a true, that's a Northwest Coaster, if ever I've seen one. Brody Majacek, just keep plugging away, believed in himself, got his opportunities and took them, and now he's a, a premiership player. But um, Jeremy Howe as well, I think, to go through what he went through after round one, like that was a serious injury, horrible injury, and to come through that not just mentally but physically and get yourself to the space that he did in the grand final where he was pretty influential, particularly in the last quarter, um, that, that's a hell of an effort. I don't think people realise how bad an injury like that can set people back mentally more than for the physical things obvious, but the mental side of it to come back and be, you know, one of the stars. He was in the best players in the grand final. It was a huge effort as well. Mm. Now, talking about Peter Dacos being front and centre, I'll tell you who else was. Matty Wade. He has been for the last couple of weeks. I, didn't, I saw him in the prelim. I didn't see anything Good. grand final Scotty day. Scotty Wade was there. The whole, whole Wade family there to support uh, Jez, which is fantastic, uh, to be fair. Uh, cousins, of course. Matty and... Fair and uh, Jez, I think the whole Collingwood story has been a lot around that. Like you, every interview I've heard, they talk about the importance of their family and having their kids around, and how they've turned the club into a bit of a bit of a country footy club. If you like, the kids are always running around during the week. Partners are there, parents are there. Um, yeah, so they've done they've done an amazing job to turn a the biggest football club in the land into something of a you know where, where everyone feels comfortable. All their families, all their kids, parents. Um, and you could see it again yesterday. They've they've done a brilliant job under Craig McRae. I certainly have. Now, before we get to news, what about the advantage in the last? Oh. What was it? Thirty seconds of the game. Was it that bad? That it was just ago? a bad decision, Breno. There's there's no other way around it. Mm. You can't expect a bloke who's under pressure to hear a whistle. 
or hear a play on call when there's 100,046 people there screaming yep. at the top of their lungs. It just should have been brought back. Full stop. It was a bad decision. It doesn't guarantee there would have been a different result at the end of the day. But it is what it is. It was just a bad decision, unfortunately. It was. It was. Now, so the, the other thing to come out of it very quickly, did you hear Craig McRae after the game? I love this stuff. When he was talking about Scott Pendlebury. No. So in the last that. three weeks of the season, Scott Pendlebury has set a PB in the gym three times. He didn't say what, what were, but he's done three PBs in the gym in the last three weeks at 35, I guess. Mm-hmm. 390 games into his AFL career, he's yeah. setting PBs. <laughs> he's a freak. So that, that tells me that Collingwood would have gone nowhere. If your best player is setting a standard and setting the bar that high, yep. what are the youngsters following? They are going to be incredibly hard to beat if your oldest no, player is doing that. The culture that they've built, because it only takes one guy to take the foot off the pedal and it can start to run through your team and to have you your best and most no he's probably not your best player but he's your most recognised player he's your most decorated player and he's still hitting PBs in the gym the week of the grand final is extraordinary text in here from Trevor from Tunnick thanks for your text Trevor kiss as good as they possibly could be for a bunch of 70 year olds and a band that was relevant for a hot minute 30 years ago they were a late call up and it was decent considering fireworks and pageantry is what the kids love We'll be interested in Tim's views on the Tina Turner impersonator the NRL had for theirs. Didn't Best... mind it. You <laughs> <laughs> get that one. No. Best granny ever due to the consistent high standard of play throughout individual moments, tension and pressure of a close finish. Will be hard to see a better game. Neither team deserved to lose. Thanks, Trevor, for your text yeah. from Tunnick this morning. Bit of recency bias there. I think every grand final isn't there. It's always the best we've seen. It was a great game, but a lot of grand finals have been fantastic. How to has only played two thirty three games. Does he get to three hundred like you said? I thought he was like two eighty. Two thirty three apparently oh, according okay. to my my text then I've just got there. I think he probably not quite then. All right, we're going to get to news, sport, and weather. You can get us, though, on the open line this morning, Texas, 0437 552 535. Or call us, 1300 42 15 33. Here's the news. 